Instagram stories then. Wow. I've kind of gathered everything together that I want you to know about stories into this one lesson, which might sound a little bit surprising given how long we spent on so many other elements, but so many of the lessons we've already touched on come into play in stories in just the same way. And I don't want to waste your time by going over the same topics or belaboring the same points. Instagram stories is kind of a funny one. It's essentially a whole platform of its own within Instagram. In fact, generally, I sort of recommend people think of it that way. So just as Twitter and Facebook and Pinterest all have their own uses and their own styles, so does Instagram versus Instagram stories. But where we benefit here, of course, is that they are linked intrinsically together, meaning we can show up in a whole range of ways within the one app to the one audience. So most of what we've already covered is totally applicable to stories, great content, value, consistency, being human. I'm also going to keep our lessons here on stories fairly brief for one other key reason, and that is that stories are not generally a discovery tool. Let's talk about then, why don't stories generally bring very much audience growth? I want you to think about how you use Instagram. Where is it that you tend to find new people who you decide to follow? For some people, it's explore those suggestions that the app is giving them. Sometimes it's hashtags, sometimes it's searches, or maybe it's a recommendation from friends, something you've seen mentioned on someone's story who you follow. Some people discover Instagram people via YouTube or Pinterest and just follow across. But for the vast, vast majority of people, in fact, for pretty much everyone I've ever spoken to, it's not via stories. It could be, it's certainly possible for us to find a stranger's story under something like a location search or a hashtag, but it seems to be that most of us don't routinely hang out watching the stories of strangers. Now there's probably lots of reasons for that. I think stories are so personal and often they're quite fragmented. So if you've not had the backstory of knowing somebody and understanding their life and the context of what you're seeing, a story can often on its own feel kind of meaningless and difficult to grasp. That's not to say there's anything wrong with those stories or that we're doing it wrong, but I think it's important for us all to recognise that the content we create on stories is generally going out to our existing audience and is not something that's reaching out to strangers most of the time. Where stories then become super valuable is in enriching and deepening our communication with our existing audience. Stories is a place where we can deliver value. And as we're going to look at in this lesson, it can also be a really brilliant way to boost your engagement and your visibility throughout the whole of the app as well. When it comes to how to use stories, I'm going to signpost you to the Instagram help guide. They have the best and most up-to-date guide to stories. And I know a lot of people have questions about how to use it. That is the best place to go and find that out. There's a link in the course notes. I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. And stories is the place in Instagram where we're still seeing the most evolution. It's where most of the new features are popping up. It's where things are changing most frequently. So it's worth staying ahead of the curve there. If you follow Instagram on Instagram, as in follow the official Instagram account, you will be able to see updates about any new features on their stories as they come out. It's a really good place to keep them formed. I will talk through quickly, though, some features that you might not be aware of, especially if you haven't read through those help pages. So the first one is privacy. You can specify which users you don't want to see your stories without having to block their whole profile. So you just need to go to their page. You will hit the three dots on their profile page and you can click hide your story. To turn that back off, you just go back to their profile page and reverse those steps. 
This is super helpful if you have family members, let's say, for example, or certain friends who you would prefer weren't watching you talk to camera on stories. I know that's a pain point for so many of us. And we know for anyone who followed the whole Colleen Rooney expose that you can also set certain stories to be close friends only and then create a list of close friends who are the only people who can see the content you share there. Pausing. So you can tap and hold to pause someone's photo or video on your screen in stories. So maybe if you're trying to read someone's story and it's got a lot of text on it, if you just hold your finger on the screen, it will stop it from moving forward until you let go. Muting. So if there's someone you follow and you love their grid posts but not their story content and it keeps coming up in your feed, you can choose to mute them right there within their story so that you're not shown that content anymore. Hands-free. So if you're trying to create a video where you're talking to the camera maybe and you don't want to have to hold down the shutter button in stories, there is an option if you swipe left at the bottom to a hands-free mode where you just tap it like you would with the iPhone video and then tap it again to finish. Full colours. So, so many people don't realise that if you tap and hold on any of the colours that come up when you're writing text or using the pencil feature in stories, you'll get a full spectrum colour chart where you can choose your absolutely ideal shade. And links, if you have over 10,000 followers and a business account or you have a verified account, you are able to add clickable links in your stories that will take people over to whatever website you want to send them to. However, if you don't have that and you're posting something on IGTV, you can still link directly to that within your stories. So it's still a useful feature either way. Okay, stories and stickers. So within stories, you'll notice this range of different ways to engage with your audience. They're lots of fun, but these tools also offer an additional incentive for us to use them because responses received via stories increases the likelihood of those same people seeing your Instagram grid posts too. So in really simple terms, let's say I reply to your story or you have one of those question boxes in your story and I submit a question. Instagram notices that. It notes that I'm interested and that I'm engaging with your content and then it's going to show me more of your content for a while afterwards. And if I continue to engage with that content that it shows me from there, then it's going to continue to show it to me. You're just going to move further and further up the list of people I see. That's an oversimplification, of course, but the algorithm is watching all of these things and anytime someone engages with you, it's a huge green tick in your column that means more people are going to see your stuff. So if we want more engagement on our grid posts, we want to keep our stories high value and really easy to respond to and reduce the number of our stories that people are skipping over or ignoring. This, in my opinion, is where the stickers come into their own and are a really brilliant asset. So by stickers... I mean the things that you can add to a story slide. So within stories, once you've got your photo ready to go, it's the sticker option. It's kind of a smiley face on a peeling square and you'll see all of the options for the various stickers you can add. What's really great about all of these sticker choices that I'm going to talk to you about today is that they all make it super easy for your audience to engage with you. They're really fun, they're very quick and they're almost wired to work best when we share them with engaging content. So the first one is the poll option. It's a simple this or that voting option. You only have the two options and users just respond by tapping on their choice. Not only does this prompt engagement super easily, but the poll results are also really valuable because they tell you the names of the users who voted each way. They're not anonymous and you can go into that data at any time in your archive and see. That means it's a great market research tool. Maybe you want to know which of your followers would be interested in a new product you're going to launch. You can ask in your poll, would you like to hear more? And everyone that votes yes 
goes onto a list that you can then go and directly talk to. You can DM them, you can shape your messaging around them, you can check out their pages and get more information. The reaction slider has voters drag an emoji along a scale to indicate how much they agree with its sentiment. So you'll generally see them being used in sort of rhetorical kind of questions like, oh, how cute is my dog? And it's got a heart eye emoji and people can slide that up to the top to say very. But they're also great for more genuine questions too, like, oh, am I being unreasonable in this argument with my husband? Or do you think I can wear these shoes with this dress? Where you might get a wider range of answers, but they're still really informative. I would argue those latter examples prompt people to actually engage a little bit more too, because it feels fairly empty as a responder to say, yes, your cute dog is cute, but it actually feels like you're serving a purpose and being helpful if you can offer someone some genuine feedback. The question sticker then inserts a box where your followers can type short questions or comments for you. It defaults to ask me anything, but you can change the text in that to make it say whatever you like within the character limit. And that can include questions for your audience and turning it around, such as candle recommendations or how are you feeling today? You then have the option with the responses, you can share them. It doesn't tell everyone else whose response it is. So there's a level of anonymity there, but you see who said what. And you can share those answers either by pasting them into your own subsequent stories or in a live video, as long as it's within 24 hours of the question sticker being posted. I think questions are a really terrific way if you want to ask for lots of answers from your audience and you don't want your inbox to be completely flooded with DMs. And of course, from a follower perspective, they're really easy to use. They're very quick and simple and they're a really nice way to just boost your connection and allow for that two-way engagement. The quiz option is kind of a combination of questions and polls. It allows you to challenge your audience to guess the right answer to something. It defaults to guess my favorite. So it's kind of an engagement tool for influencers, how I think Instagram envisioned it being used. But you can use it for anything to check your audience's knowledge on things about your business or about things that you teach or share. It does default to telling people whether they picked the right or wrong answer. So it's just something to keep in mind when shaping your content around it. But it doesn't have to be taken seriously. Countdown then is a sticker which allows you to set a time and date for something in the future. Maybe a blog post, a product launch, it could be your birthday, even your due date for your next child. As well as being a really helpful display tool and the countdown is saved as an option for you to keep reusing until the day expires, they also offer engagement because users can tap on a countdown and will receive notifications within Instagram whenever that timer runs out. In my experience, not all users know about that function, so I always add a line underneath any countdowns I'm sharing to remind people that they can tap it and then get that notification too. And then live. Now, okay, this isn't a story sticker, but it seems like the most logical place for us to talk about this too, especially because comments received on a live broadcast count exactly the same as comments received on your grid posts, i.e. it means that that commenter is going to see your next posts. Now, I know live is enough to make so many of us feel like running for the hills, but it doesn't have to be whatever it is you're picturing that's terrifying you. In fact, you don't even have to be on camera yourself at all. I'm going to share some suggestions for ways you can use live a little later in this lesson. But for now, I just want you to consider how easy it is as a viewer to comment on a live. How compelled we feel to do it when the person talking on the screen asks us a question or says, is there anything you want to know or says hello to people? It's just a human response to type something in and join in that conversation. And I would argue that lives prompt comments far more 
than photographs and captions. Live broadcasts are kind of like a comment magnet. And so they're a great tool to have in your arsenal, especially if you are looking at any time to kind of reboot your engagement or really bring people in. A few other benefits of using stories. You get to be seen. It's a place where you can show up as a human and share the more rough and ready behind the scenes stuff of your life. And if you're comfortable talking to camera, this is the perfect place to do it. And there are so many fun filters that you can hide behind or adjust your appearance with if that helps you feel a little bit less afraid. They're very in the moment. Stories put the Insta back in Instagram. So they allow you to take people along for the ride to events, to your workshops, to markets, or to anywhere else you want to share. They're a good way to remind people you exist. If you're taking a break from posting to your main gallery for any reason, maybe, stories are a really easy way to keep in touch with your audience. Let them know you've not fallen off the planet and maintain that contact and consistency. Stories are less permanent. You know that argument that sometimes the tabloids like to make about future employers finding everyone's posts on social media and not hiring anyone? Well, Instagram stories disappear within 24 hours. So providing your future employer isn't already following you and screenshotting everything you post to stories just in case, then I think you're going to be safe. Some people feel more comfortable sharing images of things like their children or their own appearance on stories because they know that it's not going to last forever and it's not going to stick around and haunt them. And likewise, there's a lot less perfectionism on stories, mainly because you know the content isn't going to be around forever, so it's less tempting to feel like you need it to be perfect. In fact, really, it's a waste of time to try and make your story's content too perfect unless you plan to use it somewhere else in future as well. You don't need to worry about making it fit with your grid or really even having that consistent a style of editing. People are much, much more forgiving of poor lighting and bad camera angles and all that jazz in the stories space. It's really a place where you can be the real you. Brilliant for short-term promotion because it's only visible for 24 hours. So if you've got something like a blog post or a flash sale or a Twitter chat or a call to action that's going to expire soon, stories is ideal. And it has an alternative appeal. We're seeing increasingly that Instagram's user base is quite divided between those who mostly browse stories and do little else and those who much prefer to look at images on the grid. So if you're only posting to your grid, you're missing out on this opportunity to talk to those amongst your following who actually prefer stories and devote most of their time to that side of the app. There is a real behavior for people to set stories going and just leave it playing. So people who will do their makeup or cook the dinner and they will hit stories and just let it scroll and keep playing through the stories of everyone they follow. So you've always got this opportunity, even if someone's not intentionally seeking out your stories or choosing to watch them. If you're being followed by people, you've got this opportunity to connect with them. So don't be afraid of starting stories if it's brand new to you. Don't be too worried about what the numbers at the bottom say about how many people are watching. It can take a little bit of time for people to realize that you're there as well. Story highlights. These are a chance for us to feature key stories content on our main page and keep it around after that 24 window has elapsed. Most highlight views don't really bring an awful lot of extra views to the story content within them. They're not huge places of traffic because someone has to visit your page specifically and then click onto the album and then watch through it in order to see them. But what we know is that they're really useful for saving and highlighting key or informative content. 
We want to keep that value in mind here again and create highlights for topics or for themes that we know our audience are interested in when they're on our page. So things like an introduction to you or some frequently asked questions, maybe some customer feedback or testimonials, maybe freebies you've created or information you've shared, anything that's going to help people dive deeper into your work and feel better connected to you. We are going to look at how we can use this feature a little bit more in one of the worksheets in your workbook and it's part of our homework for this week so hold on and we will get to that one. Finally I'm going to share with you some ideas for using stories from the contents of my head just to kind of get you inspired and maybe have you thinking about different ways of doing it. The very best way I know to get inspiration for using stories is just to watch what other people are doing and notice what do you like? What are the things that you tend to skip? Remember, we all are usually quite a lot like our target audience, so it's quite likely that their taste is going to mirror yours. I would say as well, be wary of getting too Facebooky with your updates, if you know what I mean. Don't be too tempted to share content that's only really going to be interesting to a very small portion of your audience or people who know you in real life. I know a common complaint that we heard, especially when stories were new, is that the content was boring or meaningless or less attractive. So we still want to be mindful when we're deciding what to share. Some fun things then that you could try with stories. You could live broadcast yourself making one of your products. And that doesn't have to be you face onto camera. That can be your iPhone taped or on a gorilla tripod on the ceiling and just your hands at work. You don't even have to talk through it. There's something about just watching someone else at work that's incredibly compelling to people. You can tell people when you've updated your main gallery and point them over to it, but also add some value. I like to tell people about the behind the scenes of it, maybe what camera I used, maybe show them my editing process so that rather than it just being another notification, it's a little bit more of a valuable use of their time to watch as well. You can use it to ask what people would like to see more of and maybe use those polls, stickers, those question stickers. You can share the ugly reality behind your lovely Instagram life. You can make a mini video thanking someone who's helped you or inspired you recently and tag them so that they can see it. That could be a weekly feature or a one-off. You can live broadcast a snippet of something you're attending, an event, a conference, a music gig, or live broadcast yourself interviewing a customer or a friend because you can split the screen and invite someone else on. You can show yourself packing up orders that you've got to send out if you're a business, remembering that people generally feel much better about purchasing if they see other people have already done it. It's that whole social proof thing. You could take them on a tour of your neighbourhood. You could tease some upcoming content, maybe a blog post or a photo shoot and share little glimpses of what's to come. You can do the classic follow Friday type shout out and share recommendations for other people to follow. You could draw a picture. You could take a photo of a plain wall or a background as a canvas and doodle something on it. You can use it for that weekly gift that we spoke about last week, drip feeding out content in small bites that people are going to love. Motivational words, favourite quotes, daily tips, anything that's going to get people coming back to your stories and wanting to check in. You can share quick tips. So anything that you can fit into a picture or a short video is going to be a great and really valuable story to share. You could host a flash giveaway where people have to DM you to enter, or you could share a discount code that's only for people who look at your stories. And then people are going to keep coming back to your stories for future chances because they know it's valuable. You could do a live question and answer session and you can ask people to comment with their questions there and then, or collect their questions in advance and answer them in a live. You can share what you're reading or watching or what lipstick you're wearing or what coffee you're drinking and give reviews. You can share good news. Instagram is such a positive and supportive community. 
And people really do genuinely love to see other people's achievements. So whether it's winning a bargain dress on eBay or passing your driving test or making a million dollars, you can share good news right there in the Stories app. And it's a great way to just make people smile and help them feel more connected with you. You could tell jokes or funny anecdotes. You could live stream yourself reading a kid's bedtime story or your favorite book for anyone who wants to listen in. You could show your products in use or in context, how you use them yourself in your real life. You can use it to tell people about what you do. Remember we talked about how important it is to keep reminding your followers. Stories content is a perfect place to show and tell regularly. You can have a rant about something that you're really passionate about. And it's likely your followers are going to feel passionate too. But either way, it's likely that if you have big feelings about it, other people will too, and you'll get a ton of engagement in response. You can just reinforce your main content. So whatever that mainstay content is, you can share more informal everyday versions of it. So if you think for me, my main gallery is always about those little moments of daily magic. So in my stories, I might share my kettle boiling or a rainbow I see on the moors on the way to pick up Orla or some beautiful writing on letter that's just landed on my doormat. There might not be things that would make it to my grid, but they're things that are still worth sharing and still bring people a little dose of the same thing they get from my feed. And you can specialise. Do you remember how we talked at the beginning about accounts that just do one thing can gain amazing popularity? Stories could be a place where you could do this without having to compromise your main feed. The trick is to find something that's really easy for you to regularly create And it's interesting enough for people to keep coming back to. But it can be super simple. It could just be like your dog in hats every day. Or it could be what you eat for breakfast each day. And if you share that and only that, you've got a good chance of catching people's attention and being known for that thing. Obviously, there is an infinite number of ideas for things you could do. But hopefully that's given you a little bit of a starting point to jump off with your own ideas and come up with something that makes it feel fun and worthwhile to you.